Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host, Delanel, and I have a very, uh, very cool episode that I, I've hinted about it a few t- other times in other episodes, but now I want to dedicate an entire episode to this line of thinking. Um, Marvel and Disney and uh, Sony together have... Uh, They've basically created peak Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man has not been better than this, I think, maybe ever in terms of movies and video games. Um, This is peak Spider-Man. So let's take a look. They kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. So it really started, um, you know, obviously the fiasco of the hack with Sony and they had to... They had a lot going on. And that happened in 2014. In 2014, they had The Amazing Spider-Man 2 come out. um, Both movie and game. Both unrelated to each other. Um, And, you know, they... Sony just was not doing a good job. Marvel was not doing a good job. Marvel, as you guys know from, you know, episode just talking about this. uh, Specifically, Marvel owns the video game rights. To Spider-Man, so uh, Marvel wanted to capitalize on the movies that Sony was making. The games did not go well. The movies did not go well. It was a disaster uh, for both Marvel and Sony. Fast forward to the deal. Sony was like, okay, you know what? We're having a bad time with this character. We've basically had three mediocre movies come out in a row, right? You had Spider-Man 3 come out, you know wasn't all that good you know it was still a good quality movie but especially compared to the first two movies you know it did poorly then the amazing spider-man movies they come out they're flat um the amazing spider-man 2 you know gets compared to spider-man 3 very often and that's not a good thing um you know most of the time so sony's like okay hey marvel could you help us out help us rebuild Spidey's image. So um Marvel said, Yeah, sure. We'll we'll take him in. We'll we'll uh, work with you guys, you know, it'll be your movies, but it'll be in our established, very successful uh universe. And you know, we'll we'll share revenues and different things like that. Okay, no problem. So yeah, that's what Sony and Marvel um they came to that arrangement, they came to that agreement. <clears throat> And so that was 2016. So in 2016, a movie came out. It was called Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. um, 73% on Metacritic. And 7.4% on IMDb. Right? So high high ratings, high reviews, high praise. Just an excellent job. First collaboration of Sony and Marvel. And this episode is just going to talk about, kind of slightly, lightly review the collaborations. The four collaborations that we've seen so far between Sony and Marvel. And how each thing has been a hit. And how these two companies working together has definitely created, um, or, or 
not creative, but they have definitely put Spider-Man in, in its highest peak. I mean, he he's, you know, the, the character of Spider-Man is just the, the best that we've seen in a long time, right? So, that was Homecoming in 2016. Uh, 2018, I think, was, you know, also a good time, obviously, for the, uh, for the collaboration. So, as I've talked about before, Marvel came to Sony and said, you guys can choose any character that we have and you can make a video game. Sony chose Spider-Man. So, once again, I would say it's a collaboration um, based off of interviews that I've read and quotes and things like that, um, Sony and Marvel definitely work together. Um, you know, Marvel's conditions where this needs to be an original story. Whatever you do, it needs to be an original story. Make sure you consult us when you pick a character. and We'll, we'll talk about it and we'll we'll go over certain details and things like that. So, you know, it definitely was a collaboration effort for Marvel and Sony to make sure that this game, you know, came out on top. And um, it did, you know, Marvel Spider-Man came out in PS4, <clears throat> exclusive for PlayStation. Um, nine uh, out of 10 for GameSpot and 87 on Metacritic. So very high reviews, once again, very high scoring game. Um, I enjoyed playing that game and the DLC that it came with. Um, I thought, you know, superb game, definitely superb game. Uh, is it my favorite Spider-Man video game? No. And I've uh, I've done a list on, on that topic as well on one of my episodes. So go ahead and listen to that. This game, unfortunately, wasn't even in the top three. <laughs> but it's uh, I do believe it is the highest rating Spider-Man game of all time. So, you know. But that list was my favorites. Not necessarily how it would rank them by how good they were. Um, so that was 2018, right? Then 2019, we get Spider-Man Far From Home, sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, 90% Rotten Tomatoes, 69, <laughs> 69 on Metacritic, and 7.5 for IMDb. Once again, another high-scoring, heavy-hitting movie um, collaboration of you know Sony and Marvel. Um, not 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 as high hit hard hitting as you know Homecoming, um, but obviously it did a great job. You know it did a great job, and uh, yeah. And then finally in twenty twenty, we had a game come out, Marvel's Spider Man Miles Morales, the sequel to the uh, PS four game um, Spider Man, uh, simply Spider Man. It's just. Uh, now focused on Miles Morales. And that game didn't do as well. 7 out of 10 game spot. Um, 85 Metacritic. 9 out of 10 for IGN. Um, so again, you know, the, the game spot score was lower. But the Metacritic, actually the Metacritic was lower uh, as well. So yes, yeah, slightly worse of a game and I mean I've played that game and I did have some glaring issues but it did rank higher than the original um PS4 game um but I, I can definitely understand why it may have been slightly rated uh worse um in terms of reviews 
So I can definitely understand that. Case in point, for four years straight now, from 2016, we had a great movie come out. Um, you know, and okay, we didn't have anything really for 2017. We jumped to 2018. 2018 had an excellent movie, uh, an excellent game come out, and Far From Home. And I have not mentioned Into the Spider-Verse. Now, the Into the Spider-Verse came out in 2018 as well. Um, but that was not a collaboration between Sony and Marvel. That was just an exclusive Sony project. And, of course, obviously that did very well. That was the highest-ranking Spider-Man or highest-rated Spider-Man movie, I believe, of all time. If not, uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, it is. So let me double-check and just make sure. 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, 87 on Metacritic, 8.4 on IMDb. So, yes. Um, in terms of reviews, it is the best-reviewed Spider-Man movie of all time. Um, you know, but I didn't, I didn't put that into my list because that is only Sony's work. Uh, Marvel had nothing to do with it. Um, you know, so that that's what happened there. Uh, but yeah, so 2018 we had a great game come out. Then 2019 we had another great movie come out, and then 2020 we had a great game come out. And now, you know, 2021, towards the end, but still it counts. 2021, hopefully we have yet another great movie come out um, between these two companies. And as you know, Sony and Marvel's agreement ends basically after this movie comes out. So we don't know if they'll collaborate again in terms of movies. <clears throat> but between these two companies... These four projects that have come out have all been hits. I think that's the most important thing to take from all of this. These have been hit after hit after hit after hit. And you have to admit, I'm not trying to rhyme on purpose, but you have to admit that that is very impressive. Um, because not only are you looking at seat like... It's one thing to say, okay, different projects or whatever. Sequels are hard to top, right? You, it's hard to use the sequel and get better with it. And I guess in some ways, both the game and the movie sequels did do slightly worse. People thought that it was, you know, they were slightly worse. Um, but still high, high, high quality material that we're working with here. And I think that's really helped propel Spider-Man into this great thing in, in popularity. Um you know and, and, and you can also add in into the Spider-Verse and how that's helped the character, you know, become even more popular. When you have so much high quality content, you know, it's hard to ignore that. And it's hard to not fall in love with the character when he's so easy to either watch or play as, you know. Or read, you know. I don't know how well the comics are doing, um, but I know that they're doing uh, better than you know, maybe in the mid two thousands. Um, I know Miles Morales, his comic books are doing very well. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, Peter and you know the Amazing Spider Man and all of that, um, but you know, it, it, this is definitely. In terms of what I talk about in the podcast, which is movies, shows, and games, this is peak. 
This this is absolute peak. I mean, in terms of ratings, in terms of quality, we have not seen this much quality at the same time from all of these mediums. The TV show that Disney puts out uh, has been okay. I think it was much better than um, Ultimate Spider-Man in a lot of ways. I thought they did a really good job. Um, they took some of the things they did with Ultimate Spider-Man, they made it better. And I think that Marvel Spider-Man show was definitely a better project overall. Um, so I give them credit for that. Um, you know, So if you want to look at even TV, Marvel's solo project, and you know, Into the Spider-Verse, Sony's solo project, both studios, even separately on their own, have produced high-quality content. For the character. So whether working together or working separately, they both have shown that they know how to make Spider-Man work. And for us, the you know, the viewers, the players, however you want to categorize yourself, it's a win. You know, it's a win because with these two studios working on the same type of character basically but having different spins on it you get this not only a high quality character but you get various versions of this character whether it's different types of Peter Parkers or you know you have Gwen or you have Miles or you have Miguel you know you have all these different characters and spin-offs of the original you know Peter Parker situation and it, it allows us to expand and you can pick your your spider-man you know you can pick the spider-man that you identify best with or most with and especially on sony's side you know there's a commitment to exploring all of these different versions of the character and disney has definitely done it with the tv shows um but you know i i just i just want to take this time to just kind of really gush about just how well this era of Spider-Man is. And when you consider it's coming off of the heels of the absolute, I thought, the worst time in Spider-Man history. The Amazing Spider-Man games and the Amazing Spider-Man movies were bad. And I think that was a low point for Spider-Man. I think that was one of the lower points for the character. You know... Even the TV show, you know, Ultimate uh, Spider-Man, even though it was a good show, people were hating the show still because of what happened with Spectacular Spider-Man. The wounds were still fresh. So the TV show was struggling. The games were struggling. Um, You know, and the movies were struggling. So everything was just a big struggle. And, you know, it was just poor quality across the board. And it's just, it just feels so amazing that after the fiasco with Sony and everything and the hack happened and everything got leaked, that it just, suddenly they just turned it around. Both companies were able to just turn it around, flip it around. And I think that there's been a lot of collaboration that we haven't even heard about. Even with their solo projects, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that, you know, with Marvel's solo show, they've talked to Sony about, hey, how did you guys, you know, do this and the spectacular Spider-Man. You guys did a great job with it. And, you know, uh, Marvel had 
they, you know, when Sony took over using Spider-Man in their video games, maybe they talked to Marvel, you know. Well, we have confirmation they did collaborate with Marvel. Maybe they collaborated with Activision and, and picked their brains about some things. Maybe they hired some people from Activision. We don't know, like, how far the connections of these quote-unquote solo projects have gone. You know, obviously when they just enter the Spider-Verse, they plucked a lot of material. I've talked about this. They plucked a lot of material from Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, which is, you know, uh, Activision project. So, so many different ways that these two studios have worked together in the past. And I think that helped build a solid foundation for what we currently have. And it's just a win-win for us. It's a, it's really a win-win. We get the ultimate prize of just having amazing content. You know, I'm looking forward to the next Spider-Man game to come out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking, not just because I'm a fan, but because I'm going to play another good game. You know, like a lot of the Spider-Man games that I have in my library, they're, they're okay. You know, not all of them are great, but I was excited to play them because it was another Spider-Man game. Now, on top of that, I'm excited because I get to play another great game. You know, when I hear a Spider-Man movie is coming out, I'm not scared of, is it going to be okay? Is it going to... No, I know it's going to be great. You know, Marvel and Sony have proven, they, they have now built a track record where you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Anytime you're going into the theater. Anytime you're plugging that game into the console, you got to give them that chance to say, okay, they've clearly been doing it for years now. So let's see where it goes. And the beautiful thing is because they have so many different versions, they have such a wide library of Spider-Men. Ideas never really would get stale, right? You know, Into the Spider-Verse is working on a sequel they're also working on a spinoff where it's just Spider-Woman. So you have so many different ways that you can tell different stories using different characters. And they're all Spider-themed, sure. But you can, you can still have a unique spin. Huh. Sorry for the pun, web spin. But you can still have a unique spin on their story and, and the whole arc of it all. And I, you know, I just think that that's great. And obviously, um, you know, we have Shattered Dimensions to thank for that. So, you know, Activision and Beanox, they came together and they said, let's do something radical that hasn't even been done in the comics before. And then Marvel looked at it and said, you know, that's actually not a bad idea. Let's do that. And then Marvel went and launched the comics and now... You know, we have all of this going on where Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie of all time. I, I mean, it could be up for debate. Some people still say Spider-Man 2. Um, but, you know, I, I think that Into the Spider-Verse is probably, if not the best, it's easily, easily top three. Right? Easily top three. Um, but you guys let me know what you think. You know, I, I, I really... I have really, really enjoyed these projects that have come out since 2016. I'm super glad that these companies are working together to create hit after hit after hit. Um, 
you know, I mean, what can I say here? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. You know, I, I've enjoyed every moment of, you know, the work that they've put in to ensure that, you know, they, it's just, it's, it's good stuff. I, I don't know how much more I can say about it. It's just good stuff. So out of those projects that I listed, the direct collaborations, so Homecoming, Far From Home, and the two PS4 and let's say PS5 games, out of those four projects, which one has been your favorite to watch or play or whatever? Um, and maybe how would you rank them? Um, you know, how would you rank them? In terms of the quality and everything, and, and the story and stuff, it, it 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 can be hard to rank a game versus a movie, because you know, although games are really turning into a lot of playable movie type of atmosphere, the cutscenes are so dramatic now, and and everything, and all these different things. So, you know, it definitely turns into like a playable movie um, in a lot of games. So, but you know, you guys, let me know what you think. And uh, let's get to the outro. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want more, make sure you follow my uh, podcast here on whatever platform you're listening to. I don't know where you're at, really. Um, And, you know, check out my website, delanel.com. And follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting Spider-Man stuff. And 76ers stuff. And other random stuff. Stuff! Right? What is that web flute made out of anyway? Stuff? (laughs) Thanks for listening. Keep swinking.